Welcome back, guys, to the second episode of the Untold Gems podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sasha. And I'm Charles. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got a great show today. We've got a lot of things to talk about. So how's your week, guys, first of all? It was okay. I had a really like crazy week, though. Um, first of all, it was the tax deadline on Monday. And my accountant is useless, so I had like the worst day ever. <laughs> and I, I officially hate taxes like I had the, I had like that moment where I was like like I couldn't find the solution for my problem so I was like screw this I'm giving up and I was just like I was in one of those modes you know but then I was like I was like no nah, I can't be like that so anyways I ended up like finalizing it at like I swear it was like 10 p.m when I submitted my taxes and I was like holy it was, oh I was so stressed it was such a bad day and yeah that's pretty much the worst thing that happened this week <laughs> So I've been telling you? her like for for weeks now, file your taxes, file your taxes, because I knew I was going to be the one that ended up with like having yeah. to do it for her. And I was like, file it, file it, bro. She waits till the deadline. She tells me I have nothing done. I'm chilling with my friends. Like with my friends, like we smoked a, a little a little joint and then like good. she texts me like she texts me i'm like blowing like, up his phone i'm yeah, like i'm like please chris help me i don't know what to do bro like when i'm when i'm high like i can't really retext like that so like, but <laughs> oh i couldn't God. help her i couldn't help her yeah i was having like a mental breakdown i was like what the hell but it's because like our accountant told us so last minute that there was one thing he couldn't do for us so basically because we live in quebec he's from ontario he couldn't access revenue quebec's website or something so he couldn't yeah. file yeah, i think he lied to us i think he lied to us uh, yeah he i swear he just didn't want to do it and so he basically like he anyways he's telling us oh like yeah i can't do this for you and then he's like yeah uh chris can help you like that's what he tells me and i'm like this is a professional accountant telling me that chris CPA. is gonna yeah literally that chris is gonna help me do my help me file the rest of my taxes and i thought he was gonna provide me with the numbers and everything and i would just have to submit it so i'm chilling i'm like yeah chris it's okay i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow (laughs) and then literally literally the day comes and chris is like no you need to do this 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 and i was like what the hell so yeah that was like a really bad day (laughs) you see you get the good systems and you file my taxes (laughs) <laughs> uh cra has probably a, like a van outside my my house because i swear there's a white van since last week that's been chilling so but i swear it's to the point where like chris i was like oh yeah i'm gonna file it early i'm gonna file it in march and then there's like there's so many last minute paperwork especially when yeah. you have like a like a mortgage and you're like okay well i might get to duck this 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 is that and yeah, then yeah, afterwards yeah. and with that oh I'm an O and I'm gonna keep owing, so oh, me too. I'm a big assistant. I'm gonna it uh, this weekend, but yeah, we're it's... gonna keep owing and it's gonna keep getting worse too. Oh, bro, God, it's to the point yeah. where it's like this is just the beginning for us, guys. <laughs> it's to the point where I'm going on vacation, uh, like December, but I'm shopping for like an offshore account. That's <laughs> that's the mission. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get those citizenship offshore accounts and then uh, we're gonna live it up because it's to the point where. I see people getting tax return 500, 2000, 6000. I'm like, shit. I make Me all this too. money. I contribute so much to the economy. And I'm the one that has to give up more taxes. Literally, I was talking to a girl like not too long ago. And she's like, she's like, yeah, it's tax season. We can spoil ourselves. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, bro, everyone's getting returns. Like, I was like, crazy. what the fuck? Because <laughs> I've literally, like, even when I was working a job, like, I never had tax returns. I've always owed, but it's because I always worked, like, multiple jobs at the same time. So, like, they wouldn't tax you properly because they would. Anyways, it's just, it's just this whole thing where yeah. like, they, wouldn't, they don't tax you properly. Like, like, they don't take enough taxes from you. So I was getting too much money, I guess. So I would never get any returns. So I would always owe, like, 
thousands of dollars and people were like I'm getting three thousand dollars and I was like what the fuck <laughs> it would make me so angry so yeah basically yeah, the, mo- the most I got back this- was like three hundred dollars <laughs> like five years ago yeah you know what it's usually Canada that gives me like a hundred dollars and then Quebec yeah. makes me owe like two thousand dollars there you go <laughs> or like some crazy shit like that it's always Quebec that takes so much from me it's crazy how for like people who have businesses and like self-employed people it's like you're forced to spend your money like sometimes yep. you don't want to like some like for me my first year I there are things that like I didn't need so I was like okay I'm not I'm just not going to spend my money on but then you you end up paying more taxes because you have less expenses so it's like they're forcing you to put your money back into the economy and like I think they that's why it's there like they want you to deduct expenses to spend your money I I get to the end of the year and like I don't want an iPhone but I'm like fuck it might as well (laughs) let me just get an iPhone yeah like I'm buying an iPhone every single year so I can deduct it but you see why it gets so fucked up for like people who are self-employed when when they when they have businesses that like when afterwards you go get a loan or if you want more financing, then they'll be like, oh, okay, well, show me your last two statements. That's and it. And then all they see is deductions, and then you can't even get your business could be doing a million dollars, but they won't even give you twenty thousand dollars to reinvest in inventory, etc. So it's such a fucked up system when it's like, oh, okay, well, shit, do you get taxed early and then you're able to get the benefits, or do you deduct so much that when it's time to get financing, then you don't have any options? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm just like, bro, there's no escaping it. Like, yeah. the only escape is to leave, bro. <laughs> yeah, to leave this country. <laughs> and Charles, me and Sasha were talking about, like, going to Dubai. But then we were like, what are we going to do with the podcast? Because we really want, like, uh, an no. office and, and stuff. You have to come with hey, us man. to Dubai. Yeah, you're going to have to hey, come man. with us. Guys, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the black, I'm like the black Batman. Like, the black Bruce Wayne. I don't sleep. So, I don't know what the time difference. I think it's, what, 12 hours? Yeah, literally, like, 12 yeah, hours. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be up. I'm going to be up. So... You know, it's, it's going to be an international thing. But <laughs> it, like last year, I remember, I, don't know, I think I owed like 4K. And like, because you, when you have a property, you could deduct anything really to a property. When I tell you guys, I deducted like 20K. Because <laughs> 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 you're able to deduct the interest, your bank fees. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's so shit. much that you can deduct. You know, so to the point where the government, I broke even. And that's how much <laughs> I had to deduct shit, but it's like... Damn. When it's when it's like in the US, like you know, you're able to buy a G wagon, you're able to buy a four F one fifty and deduct the whole thing. My Canada, God forbid, you try to get F plates and then uh that <laughs> free for that too. But then like you said, because if you're declaring less, um how does it how do you still get like a a mortgage and stuff like that? So the trick is is that or there's two tricks. Either you because essentially you get audit every two years. If you declare two losses in a row, then CRA is going to look at you and say, shit, are you yeah, having a business sure. or are you having a hobby? So the point is why you're able to, I tell people, if you're going to deduct all your expenses, don't deduct more than 40%. Because at 40 plus percent, that's going to look sketchy. Hmm. Nobody's doing 70% of all travel unless you're a sales, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. But you'll have some people that'll say, oh, yo, my personal crime is in at 60% for business, which is most likely not the case. So if you're able to deduct between 40 to 50% of your, or even like 40 to 45% of your expenses, the bank will look at you and say, okay, well, you're break even. So you won't get the highest financing, but you should be able to get some type of financing. The other option that most people have, 
is that when you're able to have, let's say, a uh, employees and this and that, then you're able to write or get business credit and they essentially personally guarantee it. Mm, okay. Once you get business credit, it's as if it's a own separate person. So the bank will look at your business as if it was an individual, look at its performance, sales, revenue, uh, gross margin, how long you've been in business. Normally, you want to do this after two years of being in business. And then that's when you get your business credit. So if it's a new account, most likely you have to personal guarantee it, meaning you're mm. responsible if the business default. But if you have solid margins and you're not worried about the business, it's a good way to establish business credit. And it gets to the point where at some point you won't have to personally guarantee it and the business credit will be able to get your car, get your facility, et cetera. And you could use it for your personal use as well. Okay, okay. Nice. Another thing I wanted to talk about, which is I find so funny, like people are so excited. In Can so in Canada, um, the government said that everyone who is making below a hundred thousand dollars would get five hundred dollars back into their account. And like everyone is so excited about this, but the funny thing about it is, is that it's literally your own money that they're giving back to you. <laughs> like, it's not like you earned $500. It's like you've paid the government your money while you work throughout the year. And they're just giving you back $500, which is technically your money. Yeah, they're yeah, saying so like the cost of living went up. So that's why they're doing it. But it's like. That's not, it's literally that's your not the money. solution. Yeah, that's not the solution. Like, and you, you know so what's the funny stupid. part? Is that they wait until tax season. So the disbursement is going to be done in sometime at the end of May. So everybody files the taxes. And you can't collect your $500 if you owe money to the government. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They'll, so, they'll take it as a credit. Like they'll there take you go. $500. Yeah, of course. So, so that's how, especially in Quebec, how two-faced the government is. Because at the end of the day, it's all for votes. The, the mass mandate, the protocols changing, the $500 for everybody to forget the last two years that we've been going through as a society and for us to just say, okay, well, shit, look, go give me $500, let me vote for <laughs> it so you can get me more money in my account. Trudeau did the same strategy with the $2,000 to the point where most people forgot to balance things out and they should like, shit, Trudeau gave me my money, so let me go ahead and we vote for him also. Yeah, well, everyone yeah. is just... Everyone's just okay with giving their money away to the government. Like for me, I never realized it until like you become self-employed and you have to pay personally that your taxes to the government. Because uh, when you're an employee, you don't think about that. Like, but yeah, twenty thousand. Like if you if you make fifty or sixty k a year, the government is taking like twenty k from you or thirty k. Yeah. Let's say, um, maybe not thirty k. Let's say twenty k, um, and that's your money that they're taking away from you, mm. and like. Yeah, it's just it's strange. Like, why? You, you know, notice it. You notice it more when you're self-employed because it's like you're. It's like money, money that you're making on your own. So like, like it feels like you're putting more effort to get this money. So like, yeah. and then they're taking it from you, and you, it just it, it's the worst feeling in the whole world. Like when I realized I had to pay like whatever percentage of of the money I made on my own, I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> like this. Is yeah, crazy. I was like, bro, let me just go back to being an employee, bro, because you have but... like you're not taking any risk as an employee. And exactly. you're, like, and you're you not get putting to... in as much work, you know, like you're not really, yeah. it's not something that you're doing. It's not your own project, you know? I think that nobody would have an issue paying those taxes if you got these services. That's that it. Company. That's what I'm saying. Like, you for know, what, and bro? You, when you guys you mentioned Dubai. Yeah. Dubai is one of the cleanest, most advanced cities in the world. So paying high taxes or 
even let's say if you go to LA and you're getting the services that you want, it hurts the soul less than having flat tires because the roads aren't fixed. <laughs> having hospitals that shitty roads take you two years. Shitty Guys, hospitals. you know, I've been on a wait list for knee surgery since I was 11 years old. I'm oh, 20, what? what are you talking what are you about? Because I need to have a knee surgery, but Bro, I'm because sure I never tore my files, ACL. Bro, they lost yeah, they threw your file in the garbage. You know, bro, because I lost my ACL. Everybody who tears the ACL surpasses me. So the only way to get a surgery is I go private. Fuck. So I've been on the wait list since 11 years old. So I'm yeah. 20, 26 years old. Yeah, just to tell you, no, the healthcare system is so shit here. Like, like I'm know? sure we've all, everyone has, has experienced it probably like firsthand, but I was talking to this guy recently and like, he, like, he's fine, but basically someone was like, he had a head injury and they were telling him like, oh, you might potentially have something in your brain, like maybe a tumor or something. And so he's freaking out. Like, like what the hell is happening? Do I have cancer? Like he's freaking out. And then he told me that like, in order to even get the scans and everything they're like oh it's gonna take it like months so he went and paid for private scans and it cost him like two thousand dollars just to get all these scans yeah and then they tell him like yeah you're fine and he's like god for like thank god he's fine but it's like it's so crazy that he couldn't even get these services and imagine like if he did have something throughout all of those months that he's waiting it's it's obviously deteriorating like he like he'll be getting worse you know so it's like it's just so it's so messed up like how it how horrible it is here it's so bad also, if you compare it to the U.S., it's like maybe we're a bit. Yeah, yeah. no, we're like, lucky to it's, live in it's this country. Blessed, but... but but also like if when a service is free, usually it's going to be shit. So yeah, like, that's the, that's the problem with it. Yeah, you, you know, and like you said, compared to U.S., we have a we're blessed to have this situation. It's just that sometimes, or especially in Canada and Quebec, is that there's so many people in the in the kitchen that you can't have concrete decisions. Mm-hmm. And every there's the minister, this, the minister, that you have the supervisor of this and that, that nobody actually gets it done, the job done. Yeah. So, how are we supposed to advance as a community? And you have like countries surpassing us, making leaps and bounds, and Canada is just doing the same thing. And we're losing talent every single day. We're unable to attract top talent to increase the economy. And, you know, recently they're celebrating that we have the lowest unemployment rate in a very long time, over two years. Cool. But people are barely having enough food to feed their families. And it's like, you ask yeah. them to pay their bills and most people will say no. So it's like, we are, we're advancing, but we're thinking four steps back because there's no real leadership in the places yeah. that matter. There's no yeah. leadership in school. There's no leadership in the hospitals. There's no leadership in transportation. So how is this society supposed to go when the biggest places or the biggest components in society aren't advancing either yeah you know what we do have though we have drake oh, that, that circle nah. drake. <laughs> yeah i thought you were gonna say the big ring that they're gonna make nah, nah, nah. Shout, out, shout, shout out drake no fuck the ring bro what that's the stupidest thing yeah. ever. Yeah, so it's not even build, like nice so they're Yo, trying drake to is carrying the, the economy yeah no literally drake, drake, drake if you think of canada i'm not even joking i've had meetings with people from the u.s like one guy from the u.s and one guy from the uk and i'm not joking both of them were like like i was talking we were talking about canada or something and then they're like oh my god i want to go to toronto so i can go to like to go see the ovo <laughs> store and to go see drake's mansion and stuff and i was like why is drake the highlight of canada <laughs> like, the, like it's so funny he's like our mascot of, of our whole country like it's so it, funny like that. well here no, are we gonna talk about the the deal he just signed the 400 yeah mil? yeah 400 mil so for people that who don't know is that uh I think was was certified lover boy Apple exclusive. 
Oh, I'm not too sure about the details of that. But then I think before Drake had a uh, Apple exclusive. So for what that means is that anytime he would drop new music, new music, it would go through Apple for maybe a week or five days before the okay. leaks came mm. out. And essentially, it would go to all other platforms. So essentially, Drake's re-signed with Universal uh, Studios, which is uh, one of the largest music companies in the world. Yeah. For 400 mil, so essentially, Drake is gonna retire a very, 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 very rich man. And yeah, it's for sure, <laughs> he posted on his story 500 mil actually. So, like, it I, says I, 400 I mil, but he's yeah, he posted 500, <laughs> you oh know. And it's to a point where, when you think about Sami, who was on the grassy, yeah, it's worth yeah, bro, half a bill. Yeah. His story is you crazy. Know? And he has investments with Well Simple. He has his own companies going well also. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see how things play out because I think that we're so new in the crypto space, and I'm curious to see how musicians are gonna use the crypto space to distribute uh, merchandise, NFTs, and mm. to see how that is. Who knows? He could potentially make another 200 M's. Oh, and sure. he had this rest of his life to potentially be worth a billion dollars. By the way, yeah, I, and Drake I, is already good, bro. Like he's already good, so imagine like it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I just, I just want to put it out there quick. Like, well, simple. By the end of this year, it needs to be our sponsor. Yeah, like, we for need to be sponsored sure. by Well Simple. For sure, they, no. for sure. No, we can I make. Just, uh, I think we can make it happen. I don't know if you guys heard of like the Michael Bank called that Neo Financial. No. Uh, no. Okay, anyways, it's like this um, bank, but not a bank system. So it's like not a top five bank, but it's a online virtual bank. And it's a Canadian-owned uh, company. They just reached a billion dollars. So um, there there are a lot of things happening in the tech space. So any sponsors who want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> uh, we're taking offers at a, this moment. It is a- Sasha, tell them about your, the, the story with Well Simple. And why we should be sponsored by them. Yeah, so Facts. basically, so like last um, last spring, they launched their like cash app. It was basically cash app, but, but for Canada, it was literally called cash. Um, and basically they like, they were reaching out to people in Montreal to help them like launch the app and stuff. And so like me and Chris and a couple other people, like they, like we helped them do that, I guess. And like, we were able to give out, like give out basically free money for people. Like you had, there was like a referral program and then like they yeah. were out money as well. So like if people like retweeted my tweet, I would get, I would send them $5 on the app. And so they gave me like $2,000 to give out or something. And I got, yeah, they to, actually reach out to you and like got to keep like a portion of the money and stuff. So like, technically I have worked with them. But then I, cause I also did like, before I used to always do my taxes on my own, like before being a business owner. So, um, I used to do them on like TurboTax or you file, but then I did my taxes the year, like last year on, um, well simple. And I was like, this is the, like, I swear guys, it's so easy. Anyone like who needs to do their taxes for free, do it on wealth simple because it's so easy. Anyways, I tweeted about it. I was like, well, simple, like this was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life and it's free. And then basically they stole my tweet without like giving me any credit and they posted it. Like I, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see like my tweet on a Wealth Simple ad. And I was like, no fucking way they stole my tweet. So I want to like you're cropped them. out. Like your name is yeah, cropped they out. Cropped out my name, but, but I know it's my tweet because they use my signature emojis. Like I use those specific emojis. It was a, it was a white heart. 
and like the emoji that's like i don't know how to explain the other emoji but it's those are my yeah, it was emoji. literally your tweet like it was, it was your tweet <laughs> like everyone knows it's my tweet you know anyways so basically i was like i was like i need to email them and be and be like you guys stole my tweet <laughs> please sponsor me anyways so yeah that's my story about what's simple but we like honestly i think we can make it happen because like, yeah we're definitely gonna make it happen yeah, yeah it's services it that, then we, then. that we use you know like i view like like i use yeah we all use it we all have well simple do her yeah. taxes this year on well simple and like i invest through it well simple you know so it's like it's something that we actually use <laughs> which i like which is like obviously what i want our sponsors to be so yeah by the way we, we to need that. to add the referral link for the 25 dollars. so anybody who doesn't have a trading account <laughs> uh, get a free i think it's 50 or 25 dollars when you sign up so we'll have the link in the bio somewhere but it is for anybody who doesn't have much experience investing it is a very user-friendly platform where you're yeah. able for, to for learn. canadians yeah yeah for canadians only so you're able to learn make mistakes but also see your profile grow and i also saw that you're able to share your results with your friends now so oh, that's it's cool. a app that's very growing at a fast pace they have a lot of investments coming so there's going to be a lot of new features happening in a very few months or years yeah, like yeah, whatever. I'm, oh, sorry. Go oh. ahead. No, no, go, go. No, I'm one of those people that's like that was really bad at investing, or like I didn't even know where to start, you know. And I started investing like in 2020, which is kind of late, I think, compared to maybe you guys. But, um, anyways, and like I would have, I'm like I would have never started investing if I didn't use Wealth Simple because I like I didn't like I like to do things on my own, and like I don't know, it just felt so comfortable to do it. So like, yeah, for someone who's a really beginner, like it's it's so easy to use, and like it's I don't know, it was just it was just like. I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't have started investing if I wouldn't have used well simple I don't think because it was just too easy to do you know 100 you see and I had the opposite you see I started investing in what 2017 so I was 18 or 19 yeah and there was no well simple no yeah uh, that's what I'm saying like yeah, I used BC, to never know there was TD and and it's like ten dollar platform it took me exactly it took me Two years of paper training. So paper training is essentially what it is, is that the app will give you a fake million dollars and you're able to practice making mistakes. So it took me a year and a half of paper training before I actually <laughs> invested my own money. No way. So, 100%. So that's why I was actually like good. I made my own mistakes and I got rid of this like ability of listening to people's advice, etc. So I was able to do my own research. But if I had well simple, it would have been a lot easier for me to invest my own money and actually start making real money earlier on because one thing about their platform is that they give you the top in or the top part most popular the top invested in stocks on the app so yeah if you're someone you don't know where to invest you can always look to see where most people invest their money or to see the top index funds and that's one thing i love like chris yeah. said it's, it's free so if you have a low budget or if you don't want to pay these fees that makes offer currently right now it's a great alternative at the moment Bro, really? I literally made a TikTok once, like I think two years ago. You remember? Yeah, I had a TikTok of like how to invest, and I was showing them like I screen recorded my my phone with Wealth Simple because for me that's how I started investing. I, I invested late. I started late as well. I think me too. It was like not too long ago, like two three years ago. And every time now, my like any of my friends ask me like how to invest or whatever, I, I tell them like start with Wealth Simple is the easiest yep. one. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, index funds and well, simple. There's a bunch of them. Canadian yeah, they, or by like categories. US ones. It'll be like yeah. top like ETFs that you can buy, top index funds, and they do it by category too. I think like by tech companies and stuff like that. 
Yeah. And for anybody who wants to invest, by the way, this is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. Please consult a professional, but you may want to look at Vanguard ETFs. There are oh, a 100%. Bunch of DSP, DVF, those are the top ones. So any index funds, Vanguard is the top option. Again, I am not a financial advisor. Please consult. VFE <laughs> right now is on is lit because it's at $94. It was no. it was like two months ago at 107, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 100%. Even XQQ, which is the Nasdaq index fund, it's, I think it was uh, below $100. And three months ago, it was at 120 So there are a bunch of discounts on the, in the market right now. It's just having the patience to wait it out and see that money grow slowly. It does take time, but it is absolutely worth it. Like Chris said, these sales don't happen often. Last time we had a crazy sale like this was 2020. And yep. since then, we've been on a consistent rise. So the next year and a half will be very choppy up and down. But this is the time to put in a lot of money. So 10 years from now, you could look to say, shit, I took advantage of this moment. Yeah, for sure. I need to yeah. make some money now too. Like <laughs> I'm sleeping. I need to add more money. <laughs> Bruh, guys, legit, I'm about to like work a part-time job to get extra money because it's to the point where we were too young for 2008, you know, and like yeah, for sure. yeah. a lot of families became millionaires because they invested in the stock market when they invest in real estate when the recession happened. And 10 years from now, I don't want to be shit. I missed out in a recession. So for me, mm-hmm. I'm doing exactly anything that's possible to have no consumer debt. So especially for people who are in Quebec, I don't know if many people realize, but I think if I have a new credit card before 2018, essentially what will happen is that you'll always have a percentage increase on your credit card statement. So your minimum payment will always increase. And by 2023 or 2024, it'll be 5% of your balance. Yeah, they're going to so, keep increasing it. I remember when they no. changed it, like when we were working at the bank, everyone was so pissed. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like it was such a big change. Like so many yeah. couldn't pay their credit cards. So it's just like, get rid of your debt as fast as you can. Like, exactly. You're going to be. So, especially with prices increasing. And I, like I mentioned last episode, grocery store prices are going to double. You know, I had oh, a. Sure they've been, they've been doubling. You know, I had an interview with a uh, big chain uh, grocery store as an analyst to calculate how much profit they can make on their grocery foods. So All it's right. to the point where they're looking to see how much money they can maximize. So. Uh, it's to the point where it's not a question of if it's a question of when so my personal goal is um building two gardens so i could have a uh, local tomatoes vegetables and then i'm gonna freeze them and i'm gonna make tomato sauce that's lit oh uh, yeah 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 so that that's one of my goals because if you're able to cut some of these things then you're able to put that money to invest somewhere else like Sasha said, if you're able to get rid of your consumer debts, high interest, anything above 6%, credit cards, if you're able to pay off student loans, do it. And like we mentioned last time, having a side hustle doesn't have to be something sexy, but anything from selling on eBay, selling on KGG, anything to give you an extra money on the side and make sure you have money liquid for when opportunities will be presented in the market so that you're not looking on the sidelines to say, shit, I missed on this opportunity, but at least you could say, I put my family in a better position than 
I could have maybe two years, four years from now. Yeah, for sure. No, it's true. Because the worst thing that can happen, like when there's an opportunity like this of a recession is for you to not have the free cash, like ready to deploy into the market. So like my goal, yeah, is definitely to like have a bunch of liquid cash that I can like invest once that like really drops. Um, because like you said, we didn't get to, you know, we were too young for 2008. So I don't want to miss out on like the next one, but you need cash like available. That's why like sometimes it's good to wait for the, the big opportunity, but always keep investing like a bit of cash, like any cash that you know yeah. you don't need. Like even it's if it's little, like $50, $100, $20, whatever it is, like just invest it every two weeks, every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, Wealth Simple has a like there's a new way we're promoting Wealth Simple so much. I wish like Yo, I just they're, no, they're, they're gonna be eating. <laughs> For so. real, we need we need to email them. But anyways, basically what I was gonna say We need an email too. We need an email. Yeah, guys, we need a business inquiry email, but I'll we'll do that after. But what Facts. I was gonna say is on Wealth Simple, there's a way to set up like bi-weekly like deposits. So basically like it'll take money from your checkings account every two weeks or whatever i think i do mine weekly so every week i do a certain amount and then i try to like spend all of that money and they also they also have fractional shares you can buy fractional shares now which is so helpful because like if you don't have like 1k to buy tesla you can buy fractions of it or i think it's microsoft too that's really expensive and like amazon so like if you can't afford to buy the whole stock you can start buying fractional shares which has helped so much so that's what i that's what i started doing like just like little amounts every like two to every like week or two yeah. and uh it's helping me grow my portfolio so so much faster than before yeah 100 percent. and you know one, th- one thing i tell people is that people have to look at the crypto market and the stock market has been the same you want to buy the best index funds the nasdaq the SP. You want to buy the best cryptos, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Alec Cardano, but not recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Bitcoin, Ethereum are. Yeah. Safe. You know, and one I would look like at is XRP. Please do your own research, but XRP is one that is uh, very attractive if the Bro, hearing at the course falls into place. XRP has been here for a while, like for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like, but you see, remember what? 2018, 17, they had a, uh, anyways, they had a court hearing. You guys could do more research about it. But anyways, all that, they have a case with the SEC and now they're currently in court. So a bunch of people are hearing or waiting for the results to arise from the court case. But if it falls into place the way it should, it will be very beneficial for a lot of people. So like Sasha said, if you could deposit money every single week or every single month, then like Chris said, it's not to be significant amount, $10, $20, whatever you can afford. It's been investing nothing and keeping that in the savings accounts. Yeah, for sure. Yo, how about that wedding? We need to talk about that wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Save, oh save, my that money, God. save that money for a wedding too. Yeah, guys. So there's this girl on TikTok and YouTube. I forget her name, but basically like she went viral because she spent, she made a video and she was like, yeah, I spent $47 on my wedding dress and I think her whole wedding cost $500 and like she started getting roasted like people were like what the hell like why no, is she shout settling- out to her <laughs> like why shout is she settling for this and like they were roasting her but I actually went and I like took the time to watch her YouTube video and like her point was like she was like it's it, basically it's going to be a dress that she wears for like a co- not even a day like she's going to wear it for a couple of hours take it off and like 
so like what's the point in spending like i'm sure dresses are like 5k 10k like dresses are not like wedding dresses are not cheap so she bought one i think it was from like xian which is like a fast fashion like cheap store but like the dress was pretty like it was actually a nice dress and um yeah that was her argument was basically just like why is she gonna put so much money into something that is only gonna happen once and it's like she's gonna wear the dress once when it's like the a wedding shouldn't be about that it should be about i guess the love they have together you know so anyways i think it's a smart idea honestly because i have the same mentality with when it comes to clothes like i hate buying like like i used to buy like for my birthday i would buy a dress every year but then i was like i'm never gonna wear this dress ever again (laughs) so like it's so it's so stupid like it just doesn't make sense to spend that much money um some people go into debt for that yeah literally you see that's 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 the the most insane thing you know the i think the average caught like spent money in the u.s on weddings i think it's thirty four thousand dollars the yeah, average and in so canada that's... it's three thousand dollars thirty thirty thousand and that's on the low side bro I, i'd I rather people spend 50k 60k but how much you guys think is the appropriate amount to spend on a wedding oh shit like honestly i think a good 5k is reasonable like that's fair it's a fair amount but i i'm sure you can do less but you know what it depends what type of family you come from because i don't yeah know. it depends on what type of family you have like, i don't have yeah. a big family so like i don't think my wedding would even cost that much if i wanted it to but like for people who have really big families and like it's important for them to have all of their family there then obviously that's a that's a different story but for me it, like i could i know that i could have a very cheap wedding and i, I like i wouldn't be upset about it you know so you see, I had to be about this because I'm like, shit. When I think of my wedding, I want people to say, shit, that was the, one of the most memorable weddings I went to. Yeah. But like Chris said, you don't want to go into debt over it. Like, yeah, it's stupid. It's like, it going to hurt me thinking that shit. With that money, I could buy property that gives me cash for everything. Bro, you can, spend, you, you can get a fire honeymoon instead. Bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see, the I'm, world. I'm, the, you see, I'm with I'm with Sasha. Anywhere from... 5 to 15k i think that's a reasonable amount max, max and max, like chris max. said you spend another 5k and you go crazy on the honeymoon you take yeah. three weeks two weeks whatever but i went to a wedding recently and i don't know how i don't know why but some of the shit is expensive for nothing and it's yeah the dj is like 1k the dj the <laughs> like priest, you know and shout out to my Italians because I have friends who are Italians and essentially what they do is that they have something called the, the bush. If I hope I'm pronouncing this properly, it's called the bush. But essentially what they do is that everybody's going to play for their own plates, but they charge a extra amount. So let's say, for example, you go to a hall and it's like, okay, well, your food's going to cost you $150. They're like, okay, well, the plate costs $200. So you make $50 profits. And essentially what Italians do is that they'll give you money to like buy a home, buy some furniture, etc. So essentially, yeah, I've heard so of essentially that. you make $50 on everybody's head and <laughs> the family will give fuck? you money so you can reinvest and buy things. That makes if sense. If I get married, there you go. If I make <laughs> yeah, money, that's solid. What the hell? That makes a lot of sense. That's how I'll do it. You make everybody pay, you charge a bit extra. I hope nobody in my family sees this but <laughs> you, you make everybody pay a bit extra and at least you don't leave like the situation yeah you're coming out of this oh Yo, then you can you have an extra expense yeah. the whole thing you, know? you can business expense the whole wedding because <laughs> you're making you income there you so go you just, you oh you're right that's goal. so smart so okay, that's what i was talking about i'm like shit that's that's how i'm gonna go you know you invite whoever you want but at least you're not 
going in debt because I remember my parents got married and they paid for everything. I don't know how much it cost. I never asked, but oh, yeah. I, I, I can't imagine going through all that either. Yeah, it's crazy expensive. Like, it's not a joke. Weddings are like, it's such a big business. Like, photographers, like DJs, the, the like caterers. Imagine the cakes. Like, the cake itself is like 5K. <laughs> like, if you're feeding 100 people, that cake is is so expensive. So it's like, there's so, so many little things. Like Chris said, the napkins, the flowers. Like, there's so many things. No, that, like, and we didn't even talk about the engagement ring. The engagement ring costs more than Oh, all. my God. Oh, you're shit. right. And then, oh, my God, there's this whole thing where, like, like, Wait, wait, Charles, the 5 to 15K that you said, was that including the ring or no? <laughs> oh. Because the ring is a separate thing that's uh, Yeah, my girl, my girl told me I want this ring. I'm like, shit. You know, and like, you know, I love my girl, but it's like to the point where it's like, shit, I gotta, fellas, you gotta do what's in your best interest. So what I suggest people you do is that you buy the ring that you could afford and there's this industry law or rule, I guess, that's like you, the ring should only cost you one month's salary or 30 days' salary. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's that's the industry rule. So for me, I don't have an issue paying in a ring in your budget. And then if you make bank later, you upgrade the ring. Yeah, you can t- upgrade it, it anytime. Yeah. You know, but as long it as it's decent be... and it doesn't like, like as long as it doesn't change color and it's like, it's like actually good quality, then it's... It, exactly. As long, as long as it's like people are like, shit, what's the rock? <laughs> I, as long as I don't have that, I don't have an issue. Because for me, it's like, it's got, it sounds kind of cliche, but it's like a representation of like, especially for fellas, it's a representation of how much you go for it. And for me, it's not like you want your ring, like like Sasha said, to be turned green and then you got it from a martial person. It, it, it has to be like decent, the ring off. You know? it Yeah, it has to be aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> but uh, I'm not one of these people that'll get like, insurance on the ring because it, it costs that much I, I ain't that dude i'm not that dude uh, what if they lose it <laughs> oh shit because then you're, you're out 20 you're out like 5k uh, if you lose it that's why they get insurance <laughs> anyways yeah it's yeah it's such a but it's like it's so crazy that like when we're kids like this is what everyone look, or maybe it's just girls but like this is what we look up to like this is what's like support it's basically prom but like the next step (laughs) and it's like that's what you look forward to and it's like everyone's like oh my god like when is this gonna happen in my life like it's like something that is supposed to happen to everyone but it's like I don't know it's just it's so strange that it's like become so normalized like in our world and in like tv shows and movies and everything but like I find it so transactional in a way like weddings are so like it's strange like it's just it's just it's become such a it's a literally a business business. (laughs) like what the hell you see if you look at like that is it's easier to digest it because i think a lot of people get wrapped up in emotions and things like that and rightly so but like sasha said if you're able to separate your feelings and how much it costs i think there's a fine balance between the two because it's like you want to remember the night but you don't want to go you broke and then yeah, your credit cards are maxed like, out yeah you spend all your money on a wedding and then you can't even start a family you can't buy a home like you can't do anything after <laughs> like what's the point of, of that you know you see and for people yo, i'll be that dude bro i get i get married at court in the courthouse you sign your papers and then when you could afford it you get a wedding or whatever it's yeah like honestly i would like i would go to a beach and elope on a beach with like two friends like that's the type of wedding i would want <laughs> like it sounds pathetic but like that's what I would do. It would be on a beautiful beach in like a beautiful country, beautiful weather, and two friends each, maybe my family, my close family, and that's it. Like that's all you need, you know, in my opinion, at least. 
Hashtag respectfully. Now I have this friend who, where's she going? She, I think she went, she went like Costa Rica or something like that for, for a wedding. You know, like 50 people or 20 people. And you know, sometimes that's all you need. You don't need these uh, TLC uh, for weddings type situation where it's like, it's, it's a whole composition. And I think sometimes too, depending on your cultural background, sometimes yeah. you find this situation where it's like, shit, well, they invited us to their wedding, so my daughter needs to invite them to my wedding. And you have I've never people been to a wedding. don't know. Bro, I haven't been no to chance. a wedding in so long. <laughs> I've like never been actually, to one You've never been to one wedding? Never been to a wedding. That's what I'm saying. For me, my family, like in my family, okay. it's not a big deal. So like, I guess that's why I'm talking like, like my wedding would be able to be cheap because, you know, <laughs> like none of us have been to weddings really. Bro, I've been to, to one wedding and I was 10. So I've also basically never been yeah. to a wedding, bro. I'm just See? waiting for someone to get me married. Me too. I'm like, why is no one getting married? Like, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be invited to. Everyone that I don't know Inflation, is getting bro. married. <laughs> Not everyone yeah. that I don't know is getting married. But then people Facts. that I know, Facts. there's Facts. no one getting married. Facts, you know? I'm and it's like, I'm waiting. Like, please. I'm waiting for some of my, my some of my entourage. Like, one of my boys to get married. Yeah. yeah that's like, a lived experience through them. And then yeah, I think that's, no it, that's it. That's it. That's it. And then I'll be like, hey, you'll be. How much that shit cost? Yeah. Because I need a reference. Yeah. Guys, so apparently the average household income in the U.S. in 2020 was like 60,000. So imagine a wedding is half of their of their household income. <laughs> so the average wedding, 30K, is half of like their household income. Wait, wait, who's paying for the wedding though? Is it like both or is it one person? No, no. You know, traditionally, it's the... Traditionally, yeah, traditionally, it's, it's the man, it's the right? father's what? or the, the, the bride's family. No way. But... Yeah, in 2022, but that's just on 50-50. Okay, so like I deal. Have to pay for it. No, I'm joking. Uh, Damn, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's uh, 50. Like it's obviously 50-50. Or if you're a big baller, sometimes yeah. it's assumed that the man will, will pay for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> fellas, your wife is supposed to be an asset, not a liability, and that's the... that's a fact. That's a that's, bar. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a whole bar. Yeah. Shout to Gucci Mane because it's to the point where. You know, you love your girl, but this isn't a, a Disney fairy tale where, you know, you have to go the whole nines. You know, sometimes it's just like Sasha said at the beginning. For me, it's more of a situation where it's like, you know, let me pay attention to the actual marriage and not just the wedding. Some people spend so much time and energy on the actual wedding night. Yeah, it's like planning the, the wedding. Actual marriage. Like, yeah, they're planning their whole wedding is like what they spend their time doing. And then the wedding itself is only a couple of hours. I'm sure it flashes before your eyes in two seconds. And then like they don't they forget about it you know like it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, they're spending no, all of spending all of this money for i don't know you know some crazy. people spend more time on the wedding than spending time on the actual relationship and trying <laughs> to enhance their relationship you know so respectfully tough. but it, it's to the point where you know you see some people they're they're going on eight years nine years and shit. if you look at the relationship is as if their relationship was like in, in year two because they never reinvested in the actual relationship either yeah, it's true. You guys see what Drake did to um, the there's a guy who commented on his post. Yes, and his wife. <laughs> his wife yeah. is trying to get clout off of it. She's like, she's like adding Drake on her story, like, hey Drake. This whole situation had me thinking about how Kanye became crazy over the thought of Kim potentially having sex with Kanye, bro. Now I understand it because it's like if he did that to a random girl. Drake lives well in the San Calabasas. Drake used to live a couple of minutes away from the Kardashian Palace. So, man, I swear, man, this shit, 
this had me thinking about my life i was like fuck drake's a menace for real just yeah. just and if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about so this guy left a trolling comment on one of drake's pictures uh or something and then drake literally dm'd his, the guy's wife he's like i dm'd and, your wife or something yeah he, he followed the guy's wife and dm'd her and she like obviously she posted it on her story because like champagne poppy followed you and yeah that's she's like, like hey drake like, with the little eyes bro she yeah bro little it's, white it's eyes. over it's over like what can you do <laughs> and for people who don't know the couple the they have a couple of children together so oh, yeah, the, du- the double l it's a double l yeah those kids have a new dad for real that's so embarrassing <laughs> 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 oh my god and then she posted on twitter and she's like hey guys like she's trying to get instagram like twitter famous she posted on twitter she's like Bruh. hey twitter like I, I know i know there's some of you here and then she like she like tags drake and stuff like oh my god it's so would you leave your girl if she did that i would it's so funny i don't know what they're, like what imagine what their like pillow talk is right now like because everyone um, on I be is there. talking shit about him like everyone's like what that like everyone's saying about him they're, they're like wow like his wife is like like they're talking shit about him so imagine yeah, that's your wife and like you're put in that position where you look like a fucking loser <laughs> like it's so sad like it's so sad like if it was the, if it was reversed like if it was my like husband doing that i would be like i'd go crazy Ah, <laughs> uh, i'd be out loser <laughs> yeah for real like loser. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way like it's. He only took a follow back. Oh hell no! And like that's how uh, everyone's gonna remember him is like his wife did this with Drake. <laughs> like what the fuck? No, there's no way. Like it's it's such a it's so embarrassing for him. You know, and like, I know that Drake be will be so petty. He'll probably like feature this whole situation in a song. Yeah, for real, he's gonna. He, oh yeah, like, just Drake a little line somewhere. Things. Yeah, he loves it. Like he'll take anything and like he'll uh, he'll blow it up. Oh my god, I feel so happy, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah moral of the story don't just stop leaving negative comments in places yeah people <laughs> yeah like or just don't try to fuck with drake like just yeah, don't, don't fuck with drake don't that's it don't the drake. ghost the ghost writer references need to stop Number yeah like oh over. yeah it was a ghost writer uh ghost yeah writer reference, yeah you yeah. know what because like like literally he tried to take that same thing so just don't ever talk to drake about ghostwriting <laughs> like don't because <laughs> he Bro, will, if, if meek if meek mill got killed Who's this little guy that thinks he can? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to Meek Mill, by the way. Yo, Dream Chaser. Shout out to Meek Mill. Oh, she's literally wearing the hoodie right now. Literally wearing the hoodie right now. Anyways. Look at us chasing our dreams. For reals. But um, yeah, if Meek Mill can get like screwed over, not even screwed over, but just like (laughs) destroyed, demolished, like like his whole career took a turn. Like it's that's how impactful. He literally had to apologize to Drake to get his (laughs) career back literally they had to do a song together and and, like i'm a big mill fan like he's one of my favorite artists so like i'm saying this out of love but like he literally had to do a song with drake like was it rico that was their comeback song that was when they became friends again no going bad rico was the one before yeah yeah Yeah, going bad was going bad is like they they, they're friends again and everyone started loving meek mill again and i was like what the fuck like that's how impactful drake is it's fucking crazy he he made joe bud become a podcaster really Uh... yeah what was that song I don't even mm. I, I don't I didn't even know that that's how he started. Yeah, yeah, because they had a beef. Joe came out, and then afterwards, no way. <laughs> but I haven't heard Joe drop another song since. Okay, so basically, Drake started Joe Budden's whole career. Well, his second career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn, you know, because for people who don't know, Joe Budden was a rapper before he was a podcaster. If but he's a fire DJ. podcaster, though. I love. Oh, yeah. I, love I love. You know, give my man Spotify. Give my man his money because this. <laughs> this dude basically changed 
the whole setup, you know, I, I don't know how many podcasts just had a couch and a mic and started podding after Joe Buddy came on. Yeah, his podcast. Yeah, for real. That's what I'm trying to do, like to have a similar setup, like to go into an office and have like one, two, three couches and just yeah. talk. Shout out. Yo, we got to talk about like potentially having a, I want to say like a influencer studio, but like some shit like that. Like we rent our office for influencers who want to be influencers and it becomes a like a photography. Content. Yeah, yeah like content, content office house. Yeah. or something. Content house, or, yeah. And then at least we make money. Yo, you know what I was end. watching? I was watching Selling Sunset actually, like like the other day. And there was they they show a house on the show where and they're like it's mostly rented out for content purposes. And I like I had never really thought about that. And and it's funny that you say that because like I'm, I was thinking of that same house, but it was like this crazy house where like they're like it's mostly rented out by influencers and stuff mm-hmm. and content. So it's like such a big th- it's like it's actually a real thing that's that's obviously becoming way more popular. So that's a really good idea. Yeah, it's it's a booming business. I know there's a couple of places in Montreal, but people think that in real estate, you only need to have a traditional tenant, et cetera. There's a lot of different ways to but make- something uh, like that is really smart. There's a there, there's like a marketing agency that I follow on Instagram from Montreal. I forget the name, but they like, I know a couple of girls that work with them and like they post content and stuff and like their content looks so good like it's so nice and like classy and crisp looking and they all work with this agency and it's like you go there to take footage with them they help you like curate your like instagram posts and stuff like that so you can even like that could be partially what you do as well with the content house you know like you can also make it into a marketing agency i guess yeah yeah the the group the group model is like a a boost like if you can get a group of people doing the same thing it's always going to help you out because like everyone's promoting everyone else yeah exactly they're working yeah all the girls like all i keep seeing girls using the same company and i'm like holy shit they killed it like they literally killed it and then you can network and and get that shit started because for me no we need an office yeah yeah, we need to we need to upgrade for sure we need believe best believe and like we're gonna upgrade eventually Best believe in it's gonna be somewhere where shit's like it's an office slash I don't know what the whole nine yards. Yeah, I want to have a nice like a nice setup with like plants and a nice chair and all that. Yeah, as long as we're able to make money on it, I'm good. Yeah, for sure. I try to pay the whole rent myself, bro. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no that's lie, I think it's come, it came to a point where it's like shit. I can't see myself paying for a mortgage anymore, meaning that somebody else has to pay my mortgage somewhere oh, for somehow. Sure. You know, sure. so yeah, you know, I just I just gotta do a rant and I gotta go. <laughs> but uh, my rant of the week is uh, well, I'll make Sasha explain her story and then afterwards I'll go on the rant. Oh, yeah, so okay, basically, oh, yeah, to add to my horrible week. So, like on Monday, <laughs> I will I wake up and I'm like, holy shit, I have to. Well, first of all, I didn't even realize how intense the taxes situation was gonna be. So, I start my day, I'm like, today's Monday. I post it on Instagram, I'm like, good morning, everyone, happy Monday. And I love Mondays because Monday's like that week, sorry, that day where you can refresh your week. It's like a restart. It's like restarting your week every single week. So anyways, I was so excited. I was like, it's Monday. I'm ready to get to work, blah, blah, blah. I post all my things. I'd make my coffee. And then I go to sit down to do like, I like I started doing free consultations for like my, for my Amazon coaching. And basically I had five consultations booked on Monday. And the first four consultations I had that morning were all no shows. So like literally all four people did not show up. I had one girl show up at the end of the day, right before I was finishing my taxes. So like that happened and then the whole taxes situation happened and I was just like going crazy. I was so mad. So like I posted on Twitter, I was like, 
I was like, I literally have had six no six no shows because also on Friday and Thursday, I also had no shows. But on Monday, I was like, you know what? It's a brand new week. It's all good. <laughs> and then like I continued to have more no shows. So I was like, this is crazy. Like it's like it's crazy that you can give away your time for like for free. And like people people see the word free and they're so ready to sign up for, for something. But then like they're never going to follow through, you know, because they know it's free. So they're like, oh, they don't see any value in it. So anyways, that's what happened to me this week. <laughs> and Charles had replied to my story. He's like, this is the rant of the week. <laughs> yeah, because for me, it's crazy. Sasha, Chris and I were all in the business of giving as much free information as we can that it makes people want to take action with their life. I think that being in our mid-20s, we accomplish a lot, but we know that we have or we all want to accomplish more. So if we're able to help people realize that or do something else, I think it brings us a level of joy that can be explained. But it comes to the point where I saw the story. I was like, shit, you see all my prices, I'm going to double them because this is the type of disrespect that can be tolerated. You know, sometimes you put on your heart, you spend hours trying to get free information while you're making money that you don't have to give because you feel it's your duty to help out people in the situation. And people are like, especially I know you guys probably have the same situ situation you'll post a story you'll post results people are like oh bro I see you oh your girl I see you do your thing ask you a bunch of questions I got four links in my bio you can click one of them you won't click yeah. but every time I post a story you're on there asking question and you know such a free guy Chris has free uh, threads on Twitter I have a free guide you know I mean you'll download it not enough yeah, and it gives you essentially the same information you will pay for it. I don't mind taking the check. I don't mind taking the cash. But it comes to a point where I tell people, before you DM me, before you ask me anything, ask yourself, are you serious or are you curious? Because we're at a point where we're trying to eliminate a lot of the tasks that we're doing. So we're outsourcing a lot of the things we do. But for Sasha to give up her time every single day when it's possible for her, to give you free information and you just say, ah, oh, I'm good. It's okay that you decide not to do it. You could at least give a heads up. Yeah, they could have at least texted me. I'm telling you, not one person messaged me. Yeah. Not one. Know, and, it's like we, and, I think we touched on it quickly, like uh, when we were talking about the hospital, when things are free, it's usually shit. I think yeah. when things are free also, like people take them they for granted. They don't see value in it because it's it, exactly like the, the moment you slap yeah. like a price tag on something, yeah. the, like people will actually start seeing value. It's so crazy how that works. You, you know? know, and I went to a mastermind online a couple of weeks ago and somebody said, I know too many people have a bunch of courses in their, uh, in the library and you know why they didn't open it because they didn't cost them enough. And mm -hmm. the same reason why people go to university in debt and they'll do all this staying up because they pay thousands of dollars to do it. You know, so I tell people just because it's free doesn't mean it's not valuable. So before you go waste somebody's time, make sure that it's something that you want to do because next time around, it's hard to give people the information. And sometimes you're trying to be as open as possible, as vulnerable as possible to give people the information. But it comes to a point where we could all shut this down and still be good. You yeah. know, we're trying to do all this to help the next person on, which can help the next person on. But, yeah. you know, you have to give people respect for that time and give people respect for the effort that they put in to make sure that the value is always there. Yeah, there's so much free value like out there. Me, like everyone, well, you guys know, uh, I learned for free on YouTube, like Sasha too. You learned everything for free. I'm sure. Yeah, I tell I'm sure. everyone, like I tell everyone, yeah. that you can learn anything on the internet these days, anything. For free, yeah. And like, 
if someone's willing to put their time out for free, especially like someone who has a busy schedule and stuff, yeah, like the minimum you can do is respect it. But or send me a text will do, and say, yeah, yeah it, it's it's like, it's human decency at the end of the day. Yeah, just send me a text. <laughs> That's all I need, you know. Anyways, on on that note, do you guys have anything else to say? No, I, I think, think I think we had a solid episode. So yeah, that was a great episode. I hope you guys were able to take away the few gems. What simple? Please reach us and uh, please, please. We need to have an email set up. <laughs> We're about to set up our email. It's yeah, gonna be in yeah. our bio. <laughs> by episode, by episode, like fifty, we should have a wealth simple sponsor. One hundred percent. Well, well sure. at least some merch. Give us some merch. <laughs> we need merch. something, yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send the love. All right, well, we need guys. Red Bull as a sponsor too, man. Oh, I'm down for Red Bull as a sponsor, no. especially yeah, if we please. go into an office and we have a, like a little round table. And you know, can... what I'm, you know what I'm saying, guys. Everyone knows that I'm obsessed with Red Bull. Like that's my favorite thing. You know, that's please, my Red Bull, exam please season. Sponsor me. You know what? I'm gonna shoot them an email today and be you like, should. "Yeah, just sponsor me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't hurt when to you, try. Yeah, you. When you ask, you usually well, you you can close mouth don't get fed. That's right. Exactly. Shelter J. What's the other one? <laughs> Ask for the moon and you might just receive it. Jeez. On that note, uh, this was episode two of the Untold Gems podcast. I've been Chris, Charles, and Sasha, and we will see you in the next episode. See you guys.